Welcome to the Career Happy Mums podcast. This podcast is here to help you if you are considering career change or job change or returning to work after a career break. I'm here to share advice, tools and tips, as well as bring you guests onto the podcast that will show you that career change is possible. I'm Rebecca Amin, your host. I'm a career coach and I help parents who are unhappy in their careers to stop going around in circles and to find that path back to being career happy again. I also run my Facebook group called Career Happy Mums. So do search for that and join if you haven't already. Okay, so in today's episode, I'm really excited to welcome my guest, Sophie Rides. Um, hi, Sophie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well. Really nice to have you here. Um, you. So by way of introduction, um, Sophie studied physiology at university. She had a stint teaching English in Budapest and then succeeded in gaining a Mountbatten internship graduate place with Burberry US. Um, she spent 13 years with Burberry, working with learning and development, creating training for retail staff and managers. When, her, um, when Sophie had her daughter, um, who is now six, that sort of triggered her desire to change careers. Um, Sophie successfully navigated her way into program management for a learning technologies company. A while later, Sophie's son arrived, who is now four, um, which triggered a further feeling of needing to change um, even more in her career. At that stage, Sophie was craving being in a more creative environment and so joined a creative agency. However, this position became all that Sophie had disliked about her previous company, so she took the brave decision to take a career break. Sophie decided at that point to invest in some coaching to help work out what to do next, which is when I was lucky enough to meet her. Um, and very excitingly, Sophie has now decided on following the path of art therapy. And I can't wait for Sophie to share more of that and for me to hear even more of that um, <laughs> with all of you today. So welcome, Sophie. Really, really lovely to have you here. Thanks for having Especially me. on a nice sunny day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, finally. Um, so... Yeah, so I feel like we've got a lot that we could talk about, particularly given, I guess you've made a sort of a couple of career shifts, haven't you, in, in your career. Um, but let's maybe start with your career break might be a, a good place to start, because I know when we first met, you sort of just made that decision, hadn't you, to sort of take the the, the break from your career and, and really think about what was next. So how did you, how did that all come about? What's what sort of led to your career break? Well, as you said, I had moved from... Um, uh, a learning technologies company to a more creative learning technologies company with a desire to sort of be more creative in my roles. Um, it's a very sales driven role in that environment, um, lots of targets, lots of stress. Um, but I felt that I wasn't really using my creativity in my job role. I am quite creative as a person. I mm. love art and drawing and painting and taking photos and um, sort of even, you know, making quilts and things like that. I love doing um, sort of artistic projects and just felt that there was a lack of that in my first uh, learning technologies career um, and mm. got 
swayed to joining a more creative boutique <laughs> agency, which sounded like it was everything and more that I wanted. Bespoke right. uh, creative learning content that they were designing, um, really listening to clients' needs and creating solutions that were going to work for them, and really sort of allowing me as an account director to to use that creative flair that I felt I had. Yeah. Um, and as I progressed through the role, and the longer I spent there, I was there two years in the end it became everything that I didn't like about my previous role. So very right. hierarchical, very stressful. Um, you were only as good as your last sale. Mm. It just became too much. Um, yeah. And obviously, I, I'm sure you're, you've had it before, that mum guilt that you get that yeah. I'm not I'm not giving my family as much as I would like to. And like yeah. my job is taking everything from me. It just, I got to the point where I wasn't myself. And I didn't yeah. like the person that I was being at work mm-hmm. um, and knew that something had to give. So I thank you for saying it's brave because I think there have been moments of doubt where I've thought, oh God, what have I done? Um, yeah. But it was- No, it's a, massively brave. Yeah, yeah it, Sorry, it was God. a decision that I just made to go, right, something's got to give. And the thing that's making me unhappy is my job. So yeah. that's what needs to change. I mean, needs to reassess what it is that yeah. I want to do. So hence yeah, and I, I am where I am. <laughs> yeah, and I I use the word brave, and I I mean it because I think <laughs> you know it's it is really brave, and I think you you know it can feel like you failed when you decide to leave something without something to go to, and and it's not at all that. I think it's you know I speak to a lot of people that either are having or have had or are considering career breaks and it's and, and I myself you know I, I was lucky enough that I was able to to take a sabbatical so that was my sort of halfway house when I took a break but it was it's it's really daunting especially when you don't know what's next but I think yeah I think it's an inc- incredibly brave move because it, it's kind of just showing actually you're standing up and saying I know this isn't right and I know I need to remove myself from this even if I am uncertain about the future whereas I think a lot of people just push themselves to keep going and keep going and keep going and get further and further and further away from from who they really are and more and more and more unhappy and and I guess that's what you were trying to stop wasn't it yeah that's where I felt I was going to because I had you know sort of uh, you know lots of job adverts saying you know we're a different company and you know you can come Mm -hmm. and work for us and it would be great and lots of um, colleagues who'd moved to different companies to um, sort of achieve what they wanted to achieve and I just thought I'm going to change from one you know learning technologies company to another and be in the same job just in another environment which may Mm. I mean it may have been better but I didn't want to keep doing that I'd I'd done that twice and I think I'd realized that actually it's the position and the role that wasn't quite right for me and didn't do the things that I needed it to do for me in a job role and you know considering you spend most of your day in your job mm-hmm. you kind of need to like it and luckily you know I was very thankful that I had the privilege and the opportunity that I'd saved and I you know I can take this little career break um and a very supportive other half who is uh, supporting me along the way so um, yeah I'm very, yeah I'm in a good position yeah I and I think yeah and that's a really good point because I think you're right it is it is a nice well it's not a nice position to be in to have to feel that you you want to do that but you're it's as you say I think you use the word sort of privilege that you were able to do that and and I think you and I are both very understanding of the fact that not everybody is is in a financial position to to do that but I still feel that the you know the process that that we've gone through which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit more detail in, in a minute sort of how you've you know what have you done next stuff that can still happen alongside if you know if someone does still need to carry on in a job it doesn't mean you have to stay in that job I guess forever there is is scope to move even if you have to stay and work through it to 
um, to then still find the right thing so that you can be happy again for sure um, and and so when you just so you you sort of got to the point where you thought right I need to I, something's got to give I can't carry on like this how long do you think it was until you actually took some action so whether that was taking the break or engaging in coaching or you know some doing something about it so from first having those feelings how long do you think it sort of took you to actually take any action it was probably about a year Becky if right. I'm honest from yeah. sort of feeling that something wasn't quite right to taking action to go right I need to do something about this because it's not getting better I'd spoken to my line manager I'd voiced my concerns saying you know this this is becoming what I left and that's not what I wanted I was promised mm. this this and this um and again he was incredibly supportive and a great human being that was probably the first conversation that made me think I need to be doing something about this because I I can't change the way the company's going I can mm. change perhaps how I work at the company but that wasn't what they wanted you know my targets were going up it was you know incredibly stressful during the pandemic etc everything was going digital because no one was in the office yeah. so it was yeah. a, a kind of boom moment um but I think you know it was also conversations with my family and my friends and you know my my family realizing that I was stressed and seeing a different mm. side of me that wasn't me you know I'm I'm very positive I am bubbly and creative and Mm -hmm. that wasn't coming through at all it was very you know head down stressed you know not talking to anyone on the school run because I needed to get back to get to work and I mean that that they noticed a difference in in Mm. me and my personality and again I think it was conversations with them going you know what is it that you like about this job and what what you need to sort this out yeah yeah. And not, not you know not that my personality changed dramatically but no, I think they did to... notice that yeah it was very much linked to you know me during during the working week feeling that it was yeah. all a bit too much yeah. um, and it's really interesting you say that because I think again if, if anyone's listened to previous episodes and I know I've said it about myself that often that I think you know for a little while we can and we talked about this a, a bit before um we started recording but and I know this isn't necessarily the the same for you but I think sometimes we have this sense of like oh it'll get better you know I've just returned from maternity leave or yeah. I've only just started the job or you know when this thing happens when the kids start school or when that happens yeah. like it will suddenly feel better and then it doesn't and then you sort of still carry on and but and it's sometimes amazing it takes how quickly time passes yeah my, t- t- how quickly time passes when you do that it's like oh you know I can make it better or I'll try this or I'll do this extracurricular thing or I'll do some you know more you know and again I I joined loads of clubs within my organization Mm -hmm. to try and you know scratch the different itch that I wasn't getting through my job but then that just added more stress because I was doing extra on top of what I was already doing um yeah I think it was an external voice to go you know you don't sound like you're happy and you know Mm. even my partner saying it's okay if you need to reassess and you yeah know, you're not happy I can see you're not happy and I don't want you to feel like that so yeah um sometimes it is that external voice because you know I, yeah. I'm very good at covering things up and kind of you know getting on with it and you know I think we all are aren't we as mums particularly well, yeah. <laughs> with their, so going, come on kids like everything's fine we need to be happy for kids just carry on and and I think as well sometimes you can kind of feel like well, there must be something wrong with me because everyone else seems to be happy at work. Everyone else is just getting on with it. it I must be the problem. And, and I think that can, 
you know compound the issue and but as you say if somebody else is noticing and saying that I really don't think you're happy like what's going on or you know it is okay and sort of giving you that validation almost of like it's okay to make a change that can sometimes be the push can't it to just sort of go okay other people have seen this too yeah, <laughs> like, so it's, it's not, not in my me. head <laughs> and again I think it was yeah. also talking to colleagues and my boss who you know were feeling the same things I was feeling it was that sense of validation that yeah it wasn't just me and you know I I wasn't imagining it it wasn't because I wasn't working effectively or doing a, a good mm. enough job it was that actually the company was changing and shifting in a way that wasn't what I expected wasn't going in the direction that that was the reason that I joined the company in the first place yeah. and you know that was my sign to go right it won't get better and actually it hasn't got better because I'm still in touch with my colleagues who are also leaving now <laughs> um, really... but it, it, it is you know you you join a company with you know all the promises that they give you yeah and, and good faith yeah exactly um yeah but so, it yeah. just wasn't right yeah and that's so then I think you know and I've said this before about my background is that you know this isn't necessarily about the company being a terrible place or it being awful or bad in any way but it's just not necessary and, and fine some companies are but <laughs> that's a different, that's again, a different my, podcast, my company but... was by no means bad it's a very no. creative company there's lots of great people who work there it just it wasn't it's not what I'm looking for at the moment no. and again I think having conversations with you has helped me to articulate exactly what it is that I'm looking for and when you put that down on paper and you look at the job description that I was doing Mm. there's not enough to tie those two things together and again I think that's been you know the sort of revelation of, of our time together that I can go actually you're not offering me this and that's what's really important to me um, yeah and that's it's the like, reason I left yeah and yeah. I think it's it's that's it kind of, you know and just to sort of um I guess give some context to that for for anyone because obviously appreciate not everyone listening has had coaching with me um but I guess you know when we you know there's a lot of work or we did a lot of work didn't we around your you know the skills that you have that you enjoy doing and the things that are important that you value in the workplace and what interests you and I think when we did that work and it's true of, of other clients I work with that sometimes when you just sort of almost see that in black and white and then you can look at what you're doing or, or were doing and go oh okay there there's the gaps like I'm not a problem it's just that that job didn't give me those things and it it almost gives substance to your feelings and kind of factual evidence rather than emotion as well doesn't it I think but again I think it takes the emotions out and it is you know yes. it is very black and white when you put it down on paper and you go what do I like about the job what don't I like what motivates me as an individual mm. and actually I can see very clearly like you say I could see the gaps and it yeah. was that creative side of things you know with a, a more humanitarian focus yeah. that I could help people or something yeah and not you know just be sat behind Sliding a computer you know, trying to <laughs> solve people's problems and sell lots of stuff it yeah. just it didn't you know that that's the bit that in the end I was like actually you you really helped me see that yes I might be all right at this job but I don't think I would ever enjoy it unless it was yeah. you know, flipped on its head completely and made you know super creative and not and not money yeah. driven <laughs> Yeah, and that's really interesting because I think that's the quandary often, isn't it? Because I, I notice as well with a lot of um, people who are kind of unhappy in their careers that they've sort of ended up in a place because they're probably in their sort of 30s, 40s. They've they've kind of navigated their way, but but sort of, I don't know, either they've moved internally or someone's tapped them on the, the shoulder or someone's suggested, oh, you should move into that. And, and they've sort of gone, got to a place in their career and then gone, 
oh, <laughs> how did I end up here? Like <laughs> I can do it and I can do it well. It's not that I'm underperforming, but it's just not enjoyable. And then that's a real quandary, isn't it? If like, well, like, it's not that I'm bad at my job. I can do my job and I can get paid well for it. It'd almost be easier if you were terrible and got fired. <laughs> be like, oh yeah, I was really bad at it. I can change At least it would make your choice for you, I guess, wouldn't it? But exactly. Like, exactly. You, you could probably view my CV like that, Becky, if I'm honest. Like, <laughs> no, I, I've got a physiology degree. I didn't use my science degree. I went and taught English for a bit. Mm. Again, that's that's a very, it's a, you know, te- all hail teachers. It's a very stressful job. And you know, a lot of respect for, for people who do that as a career because it's, mm. you know, it doesn't, it doesn't stop when you leave the classroom. No. Um, and then doing that with people who didn't, you know, English wasn't their native language was... was yeah. <laughs> and then you know realizing actually I don't have any business acumen how can I improve that if I do want to go and work in an office so hence the Mountbatten internship program but mm. um it is a case of like you know I think Burberry was my longest stint anywhere mm. it was a case of you know come and work for us in learning and development come and work for us in service and productivity and yeah kind of working my way through through the sort of learning goal but having amazing experiences doing it and I've been learning a lot about myself and and you know like we've discussed what motivates me in a job role what I like and and what I do well in and environments that I do well in Um, yeah yeah Yeah, and having those experiences is you know they've all given you something and and allowed you to learn something haven't they so um all valuable along the way um so so just sort of moving into you know we've you've made the decision um that I think I think you've made the decision I know we've we've not caught up for a while but um but the art therapy you said is is sort of where you've decided to focus and when I saw that actually um and I've spoken again on on other podcasts to to an exercise that um that we did as well about the the sort of visioning for your for your future and I remember when you sent me yours it was the most beautiful picture <laughs> I've ever seen and like and normally people do draw sort of like a house and some friends and a glass of wine and some exercise you know something sort of that symbols things yours was this beautiful color sort of representation of something that I was really tempted to print out and put on my wall like, like, <laughs> beautiful so when you when you said art therapy yeah Yeah, exactly so that's you've decided the sort of art therapy focus um for for your next sort of shift I guess which is as you say quite a shift from learning and development and and the sort of sales environment that you've been in more recently so and I know you've touched on it a bit already that that sort of creative side um and and some of the exercises we've done but but how did you sort of get to that final decision do you think what sort of helped you go yes that's that's the route I want to take I think it was through the exercises that we did together particularly Mm -hmm. sort of you know again even just articulating what sort of jobs you would like and wouldn't like I've never really done that before you know I've done a lot of um, coaching activities in the corporate environment I've done a lot of you know leadership training and that sort of thing but I don't think I've ever had career development you know sort of conversations Mm. with anyone obviously you know maybe slightly more informally with my line managers but again your line managers doesn't really want you to be having those conversations in the depth that we were having them because you know they want to keep you they don't have to recruit somebody else Um, or for you to leave completely I mean it's you know I was I was very lucky to have a manager at at my previous company he was very good at that and was open to you know what what more could you do um actually I'm leaving um yeah but I think it was that sort of you know writing down what values I have what motivates me and again I think 
when we did that activity together, I was I was enlightened because I don't mm. think I'd ever really thought about it in that way that I have a say in yeah. what I do. I mean, and I know that sounds ridiculous, no. but I think I would, I'm, you know, if you look at my CV, I probably am the type of person who was tapped on the shoulder and, you know, yeah. spoke to someone and was like, oh, will you come work for us? I was like, all right then, and could yeah. do it and turn my hand at it and, you know, was quite good at most of yeah. the things. And it's I nice, think. isn't it, to be yeah. asked and, and someone telling you they think you're great and therefore can you come and work with them? That, yeah. It's a and, nice and feeling. Me, so. yeah. <laughs> and, I've, and again, I think one of the other things that, you know, sort of I was able to articulate more clearly through our conversations is that I want to do something that has meaning that Mm. is helping others or and again I don't think I could articulate it particularly well when we were having those conversations but I think it's sort of it's solidified um through the time that we've spent together but it is like how can I give back how can I use my skills and my interests to help other people and again you know sort of art therapy and transpersonal arts for health and well-being Mm. is a really lovely fit for that because you know it's especially the and again we need to have conversations about this but especially the sort of the course that I'm looking at yeah it's thinking about you know the natural world and how we can use that to inspire us to do you know artistic endeavors that will help our well-being Mm. and it's using everything that I'm passionate about you know the world the environment art creativity to help people and you know even something yeah as simple as you know for somebody who is you know, struggling to find a place in the world and is feeling a bit disjointed and and kind of, you know, doesn't know what to do. Things like, you know, clay and putting your hands on something solid that you can sculpt and you can feel grounded in is something that, you know, would be extremely helpful and, you know, sort of for someone's health and well-being if they're feeling like Mm. that. For somebody who's feeling stressed and, you know, kind of pent up and, um, you know, sort of like can't release, maybe watercolour or something more fluid is going to help them. Like, so the... The whole idea of using art to sort of help people, particularly in this really stressful time that we've been in, you know, with the pandemic and people now, even now feeling that it's just like it's been really quick. The transition is not as easy for everybody Mm. and sort of really thinking about that um, from a sort of a psychological and mental well-being point of view, I think really it. I'm I'm excited about it and it's been a little while since I've been excited about doing something new yeah yes it's a bit of a it's a very big change in direction but I think Mm. it's something I need to do for me as well as yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it's really you talk so passionately about it and I think what I really like about these conversations when I speak to you or, or other people that you know I've met through through coaching or even if not through coaching but have sort of you know had contact with them in in some way when they've been in the thick of it like in that like life is really awful I don't know what to do I'm going around in circles I feel like I'm never going to work it out to then speak to you or all those other people sort of a few months down the track because it can take a bit of time for things to settle and for reflection and to do some research and to really figure it all out um to hear the difference in just how you sound is, <laughs> is lovely and I think it's you know knowing you know it does take time like the work to, to sort of figure out everything that you talked about like your values and your interests and all that stuff that all needs to be done and it's great to do it but it's not just oh I'll do my worksheet and then I figured it out I think having that that sort of time for it to settle and and sort of really work out what it means for you and and find that path can still take a bit of time so it's always really lovely to to chat to somebody 
when when we haven't spoken for a little while and kind of see the difference it's it's nice to hear so and and I think knowing what I know about you that sounds like you're perfect (laughs) (laughs) Um, but again I think the conversations that we've had I was like even if it isn't all I hoped Mm. at least I've tried and I've explored an avenue and you know I think when we were having conversations you were saying you know that could spur into something else or like you get you know you could go off and do something else but at least I'm doing something and pursuing something that you know I'm excited about and I'm really you know chomping at the bit to get started Mm. and it's been a while since I felt like that and Mm. again that should have been ringing alarm bells that you know I was just going it was the grind and I was just yeah. on that little wheel as a hamster and it's just... I think you know so we all get in that chat particularly with young children and particularly mm. with COVID <laughs> you know everything yeah. is just you know we get up we, we get we rush their breakfast down and we get them ready for school or nursery or whatever and we push them out of the door and then we get on with our day and then we pick them up and it and and I think you know it can just seem like oh well hating your job and being unhappy is just part of life like that's just how people live and I think I definitely used to think that and I just used to think well yeah work's not meant to be fun we're not meant to in, in you know we just work for money that's all we do it for um and to a degree of course if we didn't need money then maybe we wouldn't <laughs> do, would do be money simpler, anything at all. but yeah but I think you know it doesn't mean we have to yes yeah, push ourselves into a depressive sort of state in in doing it for sure so um so I'm really glad you sort of found or, or sort of on the way to to finding your path so what what so it said you said you're just applying for a course is that sort of where you're at with it now so what what's next for you in terms of this this path so it is yeah applying for this this college um which sounds like everything I hope more I've I've had a conversation with them over zoom I'm going to go visit them as well to go and um see the campus which would be very exciting so that's a year's course um which is then spurred on to another two years if you wanted to do further qualifications to look at different um groups of individuals and how you can support them and help them um so again you know it felt a year to start to to see how it goes to and again you you can be qualified to do um certain sort of counselling uh, elements there there's there's sort of practical application of it with with counsellors and doing work experience etc so yeah um it all sounded very practical very um uh, motivational so it sounds yeah good. so um, and that's, it's quite a lengthy application so I'm probably going to yeah. be in touch to ask you to have a little look through it to check out yeah right definitely track, well yeah absolutely really really happy to so yeah definitely would love would love to so and I think that's really interesting because I think some people assume if they're gonna go back and do a complete change in career that it involves like three years of training and there's no in between but it sounds like you found something where it's like okay I can do a year and then make a decision on do I continue do I not have I got enough so it's quite nice that you've got a sort of break point to decide what's next after a year as well yeah, so it's good. And again, yeah. it sounds like a very practical, nurturing environment, which yep. is, um, again, extremely helpful. And it's, although it's full time, it's it's still more doable around the kids in school because yeah. Ethan will be starting school this year. Right. So. Yeah, you can fit it, fit it around. It <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, and again, I think, you know, work, work-life balance, we've talked about that before and, and sort of, yeah. you know, working towards something that's going to fit, um, yeah. you know, yeah. more effectively yeah. in that little hole that is... <laughs> school holidays and yeah the, the school day which yeah, is yeah. it was it's just it's amazing how 
kids' schedules basically rule our lives. <laughs> they do, don't they? <laughs> they really yeah, don't. absolutely. Hopefully that will change eventually. But yeah. Um, so I know we've we've sort of been talking probably for, for nearly our full time now, but what if you if you could if we can sort of finish with if you could give um one piece of advice to our listeners. So if anyone's listening to this thinking, yeah, I really recognize what you're saying in, in me, I, I'm feeling quite unhappy in what I'm doing just don't know where to start don't know what to do next what one piece piece of advice would you give to people who are in that position right now I think if I was to go back and talk to myself I'd say don't delay Mm. just just do it because I think you know we're very good at pushing it you know to the back of our minds and going you know everyone hates work it's just you know it's just Mm. but actually you spend most of your day at work and you should enjoy it and you know I was the victim of the people being great in a lot of places that I worked at I probably stayed a bit longer because I like the people that I worked with rather than the job role Mm. but and I I think you know if I was to give one piece of advice I was like you are important and you can Mm. focus on yourself it's not you shouldn't feel guilty for that you shouldn't feel you know that you're doing anyone a disservice if actually you're looking at what you're doing and thinking actually I I deserve to be happy and I want to make a change in order to be happy uh, it is quite scary. I, I talk from mm. personal experience. I think we yeah. discovered that, you know, my financial contribution was a really important thing. And I, I am yeah. still in that weird space where I'm like, oh, yeah. it's a bit weird not to be working. Um, but I th- just do it because, you know, it, it's never too late or too early to, to sort of have that moment. Again, I think we've been through a really stressful time. Yeah. Um, we haven't focused on ourselves as much as perhaps we, we could have done or should have done. Um and I think, you know, if, if you get the opportunity and you, you have the opportunity, even whilst working to, you know, mm. have conversations with someone, um, anyone, mm. Becky, even. Yeah, um, I'm here know, if needed for anyone. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's helpful for somebody who is impartial to have those conversations with you and to ask yeah. you those difficult questions, perhaps that you wouldn't ask yourself. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Just do, just do it. I like that. Not that, not that we're stealing it from the very first. <laughs> no, 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 not that it's uh, any well known. But it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think as well. I think you know what you said as well. I think your words were you're in, you are important and and not to feel like. Um, I think the word that came into my mind is you shouldn't feel that you're being indulgent by being. Yeah focused on yourself and wanting to make yourself happy because actually if you're not happy as we've just said we impact the rest of our family exactly. probably exactly you, know, and they notice. Notice. you may think they don't notice yeah. but well that yeah, adage is absolutely. that you can't fill from an empty cup and no you know, it does get to the point where you're going to be the one that suffers most if you yeah. keep doing that and again I think okay. I was getting to that point and thankfully yeah. you know didn't didn't pursue that any further yeah it was a great timing yeah. I think yeah Good, good. Oh, well, I'm glad it's all sort of coming together and, and working out and we'll definitely catch up yeah. um, soon. And I'd love to chat about your, your application. Um, but thank you so much. I think there were some really helpful bits in there that, that will definitely resonate and, and give people some food for thought as well um, who are listening. So really appreciate you coming on and, and chatting to me today. Thank, thank you. you no problem so I hope everyone listening enjoyed this conversation um of course if there is anything that you have found particularly useful or anything else that you'd like to know or ask 
um, do always feel free to um, email me. I'm happy to share um, share any advice or, or details with you. My email will be attached to the show notes. Um, and also don't forget, um, if you've not already, to join my Facebook group, which is called Career Happy Mums, um, where there's lots more sort of useful um, support, advice and tips that you can find in there. Um, so thanks again, um, Sophie. Um, been great to, to chat and we'll speak really soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Happy Mums podcast. Don't forget to join my free Facebook group, Career Happy Mums, or maybe you'd like to book a chat with me if you wish to find out more about how I can help you move towards a happy place in your career again. You can find a link to book that call in the notes alongside this episode. But for now, until next time, thank you for joining me.